Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and not everybody is looking pretty. You know what time it is. It's time for the world's most hated, and dare I say it, the most racist online show in America. I did that too much. The most racist online show in America. It's the Reese on the Radio running down with yours truly, Mr. Reese on the Radio. Hello, Carl. Folks, thank you all for showing up. Thank you for showing up yesterday. Thank you for every day that you show up. You are loved and adored by Reese on the Radio. And every day that you show up here, showing me love, showing this show love, uh, is greatly appreciated. And I love coming here to do this show. Carl will tell you uh, firsthand that if I don't get here to do a show, if we're out working late and I can't get out here to do a show, I go bananas. It like literally eats away at me because there's so much stuff going on, especially if it's a big news day. Today, not that big of a news day. And there's a reason for that. I'll explain to you how you know that today um, is not a big news day. It's because of what the media is paying attention to. When you know that it's a slow news day, we'll get to that. Uh, in a minute. Is it Elon Musk's birthday today? 
Is it? Is it his? I guess it is. I yeah, I guess it is his birthday today. At least people are saying it is. Somebody let me know in the chat room, uh, or if you're watching online elsewhere, just send me a text message. I don't know whether or not it's his birthday, but I'm seeing some happy birthday wishes out here. Um, Forty-two plus ten. I guess that means he's fifty-three or fifty-two. Um, I can <laughs> math good, <laughs> do you? Yeah, 52. I do believe he and I are about the same age, um, Elon Musk. So, yeah, it, it might be his birthday. But, you know, if it is, hey, you know what? Happy birthday. If it is. If it's not, gunshot. Um, so I'm probably going to rehash some stuff from yesterday. Again, slow news day. You'll talk about some other stuff that's happening behind the scenes with Reese on the radio. Um, I didn't get a chance to explain this. So this may be something you might not want to hear that's happening with Therapy Thursday. But I'm going to let you know anyway, um, just on a programming note. So Therapy Thursday is going to be a little different. It won't be in the format you see here. Uh, it won't be the way that I do the show. This, it, therapy Thursdays will be a little more relaxed. And a little more antiquated in the sense that Roseanne and I will be sitting down um, in our other office. We have another office. We'll be sitting down in our couch, our comfy blue couch. Um, and we will be discussing relationship stuff. Um, things that she and I have bantered back and forth about privately, sometimes publicly about our lives, but just how we navigate through that. Both of us having or coming from multiple marriages, uh, she and I believe that we have, we found a different way of dealing with marriage and relationships. And she and I have a very unique way to communicate. We're gonna sort of talk about that, maybe a half an hour worth. If it goes for an hour, it does. There'll be no real strong format, but it'll be 30 minutes at least of she and I discussing how we navigate through certain things. I have a stepson who's 15 years old. How do I discipline him when he lives in the house? Can you discipline your stepson? How do we navigate through that? Um, how we make decisions related to him. So we'll be talking about all that. Carl says it is his birthday. Uh, looked at it on his old phone. Thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. So again, happy birthday to Elon Musk. Um, so we'll be doing that on a therapy Thursday. We'll be also taking phone calls. We'll also be taking chat room questions about relationship stuff that you might want uh, to ask. So all of that will be a part of therapy Thursday. So it'll be truly therapeutic and about therapy, and it will be on Thursdays. Um, whether or not it will air live, don't know, but we intend, our intention is to do it live. We'd like to do it live. So we're setting all that up. We've got some other technical things we need to do. Um, we've got to get, because we're using a different computer. And in order to use that computer, we have to use a certain weird apparatus in order to go from audio. It's weird. But I, I don't want to bore you with the technical stuff. So I, that's all I wanted to do is on a program note, Therapy Thursday is not gone. It's coming back, but it's a completely different format. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about that at the time. So let's get into the news. Why the long face, Joe Biden? 
Why the long face? This is the result of a slow news day. You may have heard today that it was revealed that President Joe Biden suffers from sleep apnea. Now, what's the concern? Now, many people are blowing up about this, at least in the news media. I believe that the, the overreaction to the sleep apnea is an opportunity to sort of pile on when it comes to Joe Biden. Um, this is, it's a bit much. This was the picture that people saw and he had these grooves around his face and some red markings. And people saw that and said, what's going on? So they were forced to respond to it. They're wondering whether or not he was allergic to strawberries or peanut butter. What the, what's going on with his face? And they finally revealed that the president is suffering from sleep apnea. So he sleeps with a CPAP. Now, folks, the president's been in office for two years. This is the first we're learning of this CPAP machine. The last we had heard anything was a political article in 2008 when he was running as Barack Obama's running mate. That was the first mention that he was having problems with sleep apnea. Why is this a concern? There's a small concern. People with sleep apnea, it's a very dangerous condition. I suffered from it for a little while. I got a little portly, to say the least. And my breathing was hindered while I slept. My ex-wife told me often I'd be sleeping in bed, choking on my own tongue. And she would have to hit me. Move over, stupid. It was a rough time in our marriage. And I'd be, I was kind of portly. With my weight, all of the, now I never went into get any tests done with a doctor, you know, to get a CPAP machine or any of that stuff. But I lost, I lost weight. And after I lost weight, I no longer do it. Now, I still, if I sleep on my back, like many men do, but even women, if I sleep on my back, I might snore a little bit, but I don't go through the choking on my tongue thing. I just move up to the side and then I'm fine. I'm good. And I got to make sure I keep that weight down. But see, Joe Biden, see, the reason why they're turning this into a huge thing with him is very simple. Now, if you're asleep, and you cannot breathe. If the president has been going through this sleep apnea for a long period of time, several things has, are happening to a 80 or yeah, 80 year old guy. An 80 year old guy who doesn't have oxygen going to his bloodstream and therefore oxygen not going to his brain would only result in him having a degree of uh, dementia because of it. Think about that. He's not getting oxygen in the brain. And this is a, a leading cause of dementia. Lack of oxygen is age is no bueno. That's correct. Mary's actually right on point. It's not good for him. So again, I know it's a slow news day, but there's a lot to this.
Many people believe that sleep apnea is a derivative or goes directly into dementia. Now, I'm not suggesting that Joe Biden has dementia. He's a little slow. He's a little off the mark. But then I read something else, and this might freak you out. You didn't know this, and I just learned this today. Did you know that in the 80s, Biden suffered from brain aneurysms? Did you know that? I did not. I just learned that today. And according to the reports, they were, not my quote, their quote, near-fatal aneurysms. Now, after a long period of time, sleep apnea that we know that was recorded in 2008, when a CPAP at his age, tendency to forget things, not knowing where he is, shaking hands with people that don't exist, calling out dead people's names at press conferences, these things could all be contributors. We may be watching. Now, again, I, I don't want to pile on. I don't want to pile on. I just want people to recognize it. There's, if people are concerned, some people out there are just like, what are they making a big deal out of? There's a lot of layers to this that deal with the man's cognitive state. All of this contributes. This is, this is what we call a health history. And it has to be taken into consideration. But I got to tell you the truth. And I know that this sounds mean, but it really isn't about what the, pe the, the people in the media are making it about. There's only one reason why this story is so damn important. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, nobody wants Kamala Harris to be in charge, guys. And nobody wants that woman to be a heartbeat away from the presidency of the United States. Nobody wants that. I'm sorry. Kamala Harris cannot be in charge. So Biden, whatever it is you got to do, put two CPAPs on. Get an IV. Make sure that they put a pacemaker in you. I don't care what you do. Listen, I know the president is bad. I know this man is a menace. Everything about him sucks, okay? But if you really want to see something go straight to hell, something happens to this man, we got Kamala Montel Williams, ex-girlfriend Harris, in the White House in charge of everything for the next two years. Do you want that? I know I don't. Right now, we need to be right now on our knees. Get down on your knees, damn it. Can we, come on, get down here with me. Please, please. Please, Joe Biden, please get better. Please, whatever you do, I'll pay for your CPAP. I'll send you a CPAP in the mail. Please get better, because I swear to God, just, just last to the 24th election. Just whatever you do, just make it there. I, 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 I pray, I pray for the life of Joe Biden. Please let nothing happen to him. We can't deal with a Kamala Harris in the White House. Never. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> just want to make that clear. I don't like this guy. But there is no... <laughs> Pray to white Jesus. That's what exactly what I'm talking about. I'm praying. <laughs> there is no way I do not want 
anything to happen to that man. I want him protected at all times. I want secret service around his CPAP machine. Get Jill Biden out of the White House. Just get her out of there. Get her out. I want you pumping extra oxygen into a CPAP machine. Okay? And you know what? You know what to make me happy? Do the one thing that we've always... <laughs> I'm going to mention that in a minute, Everett. I love, I like your, your train of thought. But you know what they could do? You know what they could do? A little bit on what Everett's talking about. This is what I would like for Joe, for them to do. But look, Hollywood right now wants to get Joe Biden to embrace his old age, right? I think David Geffen of um, DreamWorks, SKG, Spielberg, Katzenberg, and Geffen, um, they're saying that Biden should embrace his old age like Harrison Ford is doing, right? And he should be more Hollywood. You know what? David Geffen is 100% right. But I think they should start by getting Joe Biden a stunt double. Okay? Just get him a stunt double. That's all you have to do. Listen, you don't need this guy to be a genius. Okay? Anybody can do Joe Biden. But get him a stunt double. Get somebody behind one of those... Uh, plastic surgeons in Hollywood, get them cut up the whole nine yards, get them to learn Joe Biden-isms and the walking and all the other stuff, and that's it. Get some plugs in his hair. He's going to be great. Just do that. Everett says, remake of Weekend at Bernie's presidency of, the, of Biden is the same thing. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. But you do not want this man to suffer anything in that White House while we still got an election to win. Yeah, get an AI version. I like that, Mary. Get an AI version of him. I don't care if the president is a goddamn hologram, but get it popping right now. <laughs> get that popping right now. That's all I'm saying. I do not, do not want Kamala Harris running that White House. Just cannot happen. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, issue number one for today, folks. Let's get into this, folks. We've been talking about the IRS whistleblower for the last week. And unfortunately, we've never really gotten the opportunity to hear from him. Well, CBS News did an extensive interview with the guy to break down what's going on. And Merrick Garland is really in a situation here, uh, the uh, attorney general of the United States of America. Merrick Garland's really in a precarious situation because this guy, Gary Shapley, is really coming for Merrick Garland and saying this guy is not being honest. This guy is lying to the American people. He's lying to Congress. And David Weiss, who is the prosecutor that's supposed to be charging Hunter Biden, he's really being you know, stonewalled and pushed back against uh, by Merrick Garland. Now, there's a possibility that Merrick Garland may not indeed be the person pushing back, but someone at the DOJ is. Someone at the FBI is. Someone at, I, at the IRS is. And that is patently against the rules. I mean, this would all be a dereliction of duty, and that means that people have to be impeached, removed from us, if not criminally charged. This includes Christopher Wray, Merrick Garland, if indeed he's responsible, or anybody else for that matter. And those, needs, those names need to come out. Yeah, I heard um, Marjorie Taylor Greene filed impeachment papers on all of them, and sh as she should. Somebody needs to get, and Kevin McCarthy, get your head out of your ass and join Marjorie Taylor Greene. And forget about th threatening, 
threatening people with some form of impeachment, get that paperwork rolling if these people will not comply. But if you've never heard from this guy, here's an opportunity. CBS, this isn't Fox, this isn't CNN, this isn't MSC, this is what you call your trusted news networks, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's called a trusted news network, in your view, not mine, your view. And this is them talking to Gary Shapley. They, Shapley, they did an interview with him. Oh, the, Kevin did set a July 6th date? Okay, congratulations. Okay, let's get it popping. Okay, here's Gary Shapley, CPS News, uh, talking about what, in fact, went on with the Hunter Biden uh, case. Now to a CBS News exclusive with the first television interview with IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley since he spoke with lawmakers last month. A lead investigator in the Hunter Biden case tells CBS's Jim Axelrod that he felt the president's son received preferential treatment and in a stunning claim says that he was blocked from pursuing leads that could have led to the president himself. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. Now, I said this yesterday that Hunter Biden was the most interesting crackhead in the universe. And he clearly is. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, this guy, the audacity of Hunter Biden and what Gary Shapley is saying here, and he did, remember, he did the paperwork. He says Hunter Biden was filing papers, like tax documents, for hotel stays for drug dealers. Crack dealers. We're not talking about heroin. We're talking about crack dealers because we know Hunter did crack. <laughs> so hotel stays, he was just like, hey, Raheem, where you stay at? The Sheridan or the Riviera? The Sheridan? Okay, I got to put it on my taxes. Hold on. Can you you got to keep the receipts. Can you give me the receipts? <laughs> yeah, I need the receipts. You use your real name? Ah, oh, jeez, man. I still need the receipts. I got to file taxes, man. <laughs> he filed them for sex clubs? For sex clubs. Can you imagine a guy going, like most people who do sex clubs, they like pay in cash. They don't want to have documentation of this stuff. Hunter Biden's going playing with his gold card and be like, yeah, I'm going to need a receipt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Biden, this, uh, we charged you for bondage. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going to need that. <laughs> yeah, it's paperwork, dude. I, I got to have it. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off. And last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. attorney general Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. 
I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the Attorney General or the U.S. Attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them? That's correct. Now, there's an interesting part about this that you all need to understand. Very important. Okay? Recently, David Weiss came out and said that his charging of Hunter Biden was not hindered by Merrick Garland. He said that. According to other reports, David Weiss has so far come, came out and said that what Shapley is saying here is not true, that his investigation and his charging of Hunter Biden in other jurisdictions, California and elsewhere, were not hindered by Merrick Garland. Now, when I first heard that, and I heard that on The Five, I think it was Julie, uh, what's her name, uh, Jesse Tarloff said that on The Five. She's the only Democrat on there. When she said that, I found that odd that David Weiss would say that, and then you have Shapley with contemporaneous, as they describe it on CBS, an email from there where he says David Weiss says that. And then we have six other people who also confirm what Shapley put in that email. Even his bosses, they all say the same thing. Weiss told them that he was being hindered from prosecuting Hunter Biden in any other way other than the deal that was – in other words, he had no say-so. So for him to come out and say that, uh, that uh, Merrick Garland did not hinder him, I started thinking, wait a minute. That was a particular response to something six witnesses can corroborate. And then I found out today that the New York Times has confirmed that David Weiss was hindered. And the reason why David Weiss says he wasn't hindered by Merrick Garland is because Merrick Garland didn't hinder him. Someone else did. And that's why David Weiss needs to be pulled in front of Congress under oath to tell us who did. If it's not Merrick Garland, who was it? That's why it's important. Here's the last part. It is important to point out that at that point in Shapley's investigation, Donald Trump was still president, and his attorney general, William Barr, had rules in place that may have limited what Shapley could pursue. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware had no comment. As for Hunter Biden, his attorneys did not respond to us, but he said before in a statement that he is taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil in his life. Now, I want you to hear something about this, which I thought was interesting, that this reporter tries to throw Donald Trump under the bus. But I want you to listen to what he said, because you may have missed it. Here's the point. Or ...had rules in place that may have limited what Shapley could pursue. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware had no comment. As for Hunter Biden... Now, he says that William Barr, who was the Attorney General at the time, may have had certain rules that prohibited David Weiss from going after certain things. But see, that is the reporter trying to throw, as we call it, dirt in the game. 
because the contemporaneous notes, as you just heard in his report, were from October of last year, where he says David Weiss told him in a meeting that he was being hindered from prosecuting Hunter Biden any further. That wouldn't have come from A.G. William Barr. He was long gone. So trying to throw that dirt in the game is almost superfluous. It's, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. You don't need to throw that word. You don't even, even throw that part into it. A.G. Barr was gone. He's been gone for over two years. And Shapley's notes say from in October of last year. October of last year was 2022. When does he think he's talking about? So if there was someone who stopped him, it was during the Biden administration, not Trump's. Nice try, but anybody dumb enough to fall for that is an idiot. And his attorneys did not respond to us, but he said before in a statement that he is taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil. In his Ugh. Yeah, we all know that's bogus. Taking responsibility for Yeah, like they say. All right. Okay, folks, it's come to that part of the show where you'll either get tuned off, turned off, tune out, or get pissed off at me. I suggest that you have all three. You know why? Because none other than Sunny Houston, Houston, Houston is about to be played. So get ready for it. The View. Look, I need somebody to do this for me. Was Sunny Houston, Houston, Houston a successful lawyer at all? Ever? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, I understand that she was a lawyer, but was she a successful one? I mean, or was she a paralegal? Or, or was she, I mean, did, did she just get coffee for real lawyers? Like, what did she do? Who did she prosecute or defend? What lawyering did she or has she done? Because I've never heard a lawyer sound so dumb. I'm not an attorney, but even I know this woman is stupid. When it comes to legalese, she is absolutely dumb. Anyone worth their salt who's watched one, maybe two episodes of Law & Order know this woman is stupid. But she goes rambling on. Listen to this nonsense. And I, I keep on asking this question. Why do you think he took those particular documents? Because he returned 197 documents. He was not charged with that. If you return them, you don't get charged. It's just simple. Even they were the juiciest. Very simple. Like they had the most stuff in them. I think, 
I, allegedly, is it possible that he thought that he could sell them? That he what is what is she talking about? Is she's a lawyer by proxy? <laughs> is, is, is she dumb? It's like, what do you think he took them for? Do you think he was out to sell them? Like, listen to the nonsense. Like no one at the like at, at the producer's desk just go, yeah, Sonny, just stop, just, just, just don't go, don't do, don't do this to yourself. And and they won't stop her. He thought he could. Well, everything about that. him is making money, so exactly. why not? Exactly. Yeah. Like we're, I'm not saying it, everybody. No, I, I don't want to get sued. But to be honest, I wonder that was why? some of the documents reportedly about the Saudis as well, because he obviously has financial is interest and in like yes. the, the golf tour. I don't want. See, here's the part that I don't seem to understand, right? So here are these women talking about, they run, literally running their mouth talking about, do you think he would sell them? Do you think that he would, he would give them to the Saudis or the Russians? Okay, ladies, ladies, yeah, sorry, idiots. The president of the United States, his son, has a earth-shattering WhatsApp text to a Chinese oligarch implicating his father, the current president of the United States, and asking said Chinese oligarch, get me my mother freaking money or my father will unleash hell on you. And you're asking, what do you think Donald Trump might have done with those documents when you have clear evidence that the president of the United States, the current sitting long face, actually took his crackhead son and exploited said crackhead and pimped him out to Russia, Ukraine, and China to funnel money to members of their family. And you bozos expect us to sit here and speculate with you. Do you think Donald Trump wanted to sell them? Do you think he wanted to For what? For what? to speculate too much but that is i think what this prosecution is going to have to go into is yeah. he's already broken enough laws whether there's intent in you know a, a trying to undermine our new our u.s national security he's already broken enough laws what laws what laws broken enough laws that's the definition of a guilty verdict he's broken enough laws None of these idiots could possibly tell you what one of those laws are. But he's broken enough, though. Security behind it. But, I mean, that's something that What's the why? Now, and I also want to make this abundantly clear for anyone else who just doesn't get this, right? Just in case you're not sure, right? If the president of the United States cannot have documents that he took himself from the White House to Mar-a-Lago, if he, the guy, the highest order of things, Right? He is like the executive, cannot take documents to his home, documents that he has, took home. If that is he's broken so many laws, Joe Biden having documents from when he was a senator that he removed from a skiff and had for 14 years, no law broken? He hasn't broken so many laws? Those said documents traveling from place to place, from state to state, from D.C. to Delaware to Chinatown, 
these documents running around for 14 years, documents sitting unsecured by a, a, a Corvette in his garage in Delaware. So many laws have been broken, and these two people don't have the wherewithal to recognize. Ugh. Why isn't Mike Pence getting this kind of hood? Mike Pence had classified documents as well. If Donald Trump is illegally breaking the law, breaking so many laws, Mike Pence is guilty too. Oh, and of course, so is Hillary Clinton. Oh, and don't forget Andrew McKay, who also released classified documents. To whom? To the press. Oh, and Jack Smith, who just released an audio tape illegally to CNN and Anderson Cooper, where they played a videotape of Donald Trump. I believe, I believe that that's illegal as well. All of these laws were broken. These two, these idiots are talking about. What's the why? You well, never have to that. prove the why to, to prove this case. You don't have to prove intent. But juries are going to want to know, why did he do it? He's, got, he's a grifter. He's a grifter. I mean, short of he's this judge fundamentally it. screwing up the case, I don't see how he gets less than five to ten years. He literally in this Lock one him up already. Lock him up. The info, he knows the info. Lock him up. He knows the information classified. Yeah. He discusses the contents of classified information with people without security clearances. He discusses the contents of... They have no evidence of that. This Benedict Arnold has no confirmation of that. That's all speculation. But she talks about it as if it's fact. What is she talking about? We have confirmation of this, that he was showing other people in an audio tape? Yeah. He discusses the contents of classified information with people without security clearances and then acknowledges he can't declassify since he's not present. That's the it's, whole case. It's a cut and dried case. He has no defense, which is why I said a couple weeks ago, he is ripe for a plea. And I think I asked mm. you this a couple of weeks ago. Will, is he someone who would take a plea but that plea would have to include jail time. Well, the plea would also ad be admission of guilt. He can't admit he's he lost an election. He's not coming forward for a <laughs> well, plea. Well, you know, this is, this is no a defense. man who, who has a lot of ego yeah. also. Oh, major. And he now, folks, please, please sit back and relax and try not to throw your telephone. Try not to throw things at your television. Please do not break anything that may be of value in your home. What you are about to hear next from Whoopi Goldberg is going to piss you off. I'm just warning you. He has a lot, enough ego to think, you know what, maybe I'll just, I'll get this over to the Saudis. I'll give it to them and nobody will mess with them anymore. Maybe I can take these and just give them over to Putin and they won't mess. I'm not saying that's what he did, but, you know, there are a million reasons and that we will never know because he will never say why he did it. But I'm annoyed that he can continue to do this and i see people who you know were late on their taxes they end up in in jail forever I like hunter biden I see people doing stuff and this guy does he seems to be able to get away with everything and it's really starting to irritate me like joe biden it's really starting to it's really starting to annoy her she wants to see people punished not one of those people has, I mean, literally, not one of those people sees the irony in their statements. If you're wondering why people, and people watch, I will tell you this, I will say this hands down. I will say this hands down. I believe that The View suffers from the old Howard Stern effect. Does anybody remember the Howard Stern effect? I'll give you an opportunity to, to write in the chat room. 
if you remember what the Howard Stern effect, I believe that the reason why the view is successful is the Howard Stern effect. Rama is going to know this one probably before anybody else, but I want to hear if anybody else says. Let's read some of the comments. They have the mentality of children 12 years old. Very true, Everett. All those documents probably expose most of the corruption in the government. Michael, I tend to I tend to believe that. I believe that that's what they're concerned about. That's really what I believe about. Now nah, he'd sign them and sell them on eBay. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's what he'd do too. Okay, I'll take a new car off the lot for a month. Then I'll finish. I'll return it at no charge. I mean, charge. No, Kimberly, you you obviously heard me say this um, to Pastor Will. I talked about this and on this show. Thank you, Kimberly, for making that 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 uh, that comparison. I said this on the show last week. Imagine if I had taken an Audi on a test drive, and then an emergency came up, and I'm I'm just you know spitballing here. Like let's say an emergency comes up where the wife is sick or whatever the case is, and I run home and i drop the car off at one of my homes and i go into the house and then i take my car and i take my wife to the hospital whatever and she's doing up and all of a sudden i go on about my day and we go back to one of our other homes or whatever the case may be because you know i'm joe biden I, I got it like that so i go back to our other homes and i leave the audi sitting there not for a day not for a week not even for a month I leave the Audi there for 14 years. Now, many people would say, well, Reese, so you, you, you can't just leave the Audi there 14 years. What if, I, what if it turns out that simultaneously when I take the Audi, that the guy who gave me the keys to the Audi gets fired or something happens to the point where he gets fired and in that melee, people forget that I'm out with the Audi. And some 14 years later, I drive the Audi back to the dealership when I finally remember that I have it. Does it mean I didn't steal the Audi? Does it mean that I didn't have the Audi without permission? I kept it for 14 years. The, the company lost, obviously, right? They lost money on the car. The car is sitting in my possession. They could have sold it. Someone lost somewhere, and I should have to pay the price, don't you think? Do you think I'm just going to get slapped on the wrist and just say, ah, it was a mistake? I forgot about it. It doesn't matter that the guy was fired who gave me the car. It was my responsibility to bring it back, and I didn't. Like salads irritator. <laughs> the, okay, so no one responded. Okay, so what was the Howard Stern effect? If you watch the movie Private Parts, one of the huge scenes with um, uh, what's his name? Uh. Why am I forgetting his name? Um, the little short actor um, who's in, oh, I can't remember his name now. It's not Steve Buscemi. It's the other guy. It's the short, weaselly guy. Um, he was in uh, Giamatti. Thank you. Paul Giamatti. Thank you. The Paul Giamatti's character. In the, uh, when, How when Howard Stern gets just gets to uh, NBC, they want to fire him, but they go over his numbers, and it turns out that people who love Howard Stern listen to him for 15 minutes. And the people who hate him listen for 45 because they want to hear what he's going to say next. And I really do believe that the ladies of The View have the Howard Stern effect. I think that people watch that show to listen to the stupidity that is going to come out of their mouth. I think that they're driving the success of their stupidity. I really do believe that. Really do believe that. 
because everyone, I don't care where you go and who you are, go to conservative media anywhere. I mean, Lord knows, I'm, I practically make my bank off the view because I love showing how dumb they are. I'm literally helping them. <laughs> it's a, my own, it's, it is my own fault. I will admit that. By the way, for those of you who missed it, Trump audio again, and I really have to play this one more time. You tell me what document there is. Oh, you know what? No, I'm not going to play that. I am going to play this. This is, uh, uh, what's his name? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Vince Colonnix talking to, what's his face? Uh, he's talking to Cash Patel, who worked for the uh, Trump administration. He was deputy DNI. Hold on. Let me get this. Let me see if I can get this audio out to you. I want you to listen to this exchange about what happened with this Jack Smith release of the audio. Let me make sure it's good. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nope, I don't. No, I don't have it. I can't play it here. I cannot play it here. Damn it. It will not play on this level. Darn it. Okay, it's too low, so it's not going to come in. But I'll have it for you tomorrow. But again, here's Donald Trump and the audio, and here's the point that I've been trying to make to everybody on why this is so stupid. These are bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, the, against you. That's, well, it started right at the Like beginning. when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying yeah. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at something. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. I just found. Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Except it is like highly confidential, secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time. You know. <laughs> she'd send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. And you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran and what? Yeah, he said, you did. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I but think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to. 
kind of figure about out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have did less. Yeah. Uh, now I can't, you know, but this is Yeah, now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's and this is the case that Jack Smith thinks he has. An audio of him saying the words declassify and papers ruffling, which we already know, and this has absolutely been confirmed. Jack Smith doesn't have the document that he's talking about Donald Trump has or allegedly has in that audio. There's no record of it. No one even knows what the document is. No one. Jack Smith would bring in a witness and say, hey, the document that he showed you, what was it? Did it have classified markings on it? What if the person says, no, it's a New York Times article. But, but, but I heard him say declassified. Yes, he did say declassified. But what was he showing you? A Wall Street Journal article. Yeah, but I don't understand. I don't understand either, Jack. What are you here for? What are you bugging me about? Do you have the document that he showed me that you can now confirm that I was looking at? No, you don't have that? So you don't even have anything to corroborate what you think I saw. You have nothing that you can actually go to and say, wasn't it this document that he wrote? You have nothing. You have zero. In fact, the document doesn't exist that you claim that he was showing us. And he knows it. The objective was this, and this is absolutely known. This was to thwart the reporting on Hunter Biden and the WhatsApp. That's all it was. The WhatsApp story was killing Joe Biden. Killing him because Joe Biden had no defense of it and no one could defend if the WhatsApp was fake. They knew it was real. They knew they had Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. They had the goods on them. They threw a freaking red herring out there that everyone was going to go on. <gasps> We've got audio of Trump and it's of classified information. And people ran with it like morons. Congratulations. All right, last but not least, let's get to it. There is a groundswell of a new movement that's happening, folks. And I'll be honest with you, um, I don't even know whether or not I can support this or whether or not I can poo-poo it. Issue number three is this one. Do you know there's a new coalition of men who are joining the pro-abortion crowd? And they are trying to align themselves with the pro-abortion crowd to end child support payments. It's called My Body, My Wallet. I'm not kidding you. They're serious. Thank you for marching. Oh, that's called assault. It says my body. Keep your room off my wallet. I'm just trying to be consistent in a, in a man's world. Thank you for marching, ladies. Keep it up. Your body, my wallet. Your body. Your problem, consent to sex is not consent to love you. Consent to sex is not consent to take care of your little thing, that, that little thing rolling around the ground. Like Babies are gross, I don't wanna take care of that. I'm pro-choice. Have a good day, sir, thank you. Abortion rights are my rights, are my rights. Thank you. I don't know why she's upset with me. I'm, I'm marching for her rights. Your body, your camera. There she comes. She hates me.
wearing the cup so do i <laughs> well he antagonized a lot of people out here really antagonized and in this next scene um this is somebody from the lgbtq uh group uh that confronted him and i think they threatened him uh but he wasn't backing down and it, what i found incredibly odd was here was a guy fighting for their fundamental right to abort their child but the only thing he was protesting was saying that, look, I'm with you. Don't make me pay for your rugrats through child support. I don't think that I should. If a woman doesn't have to keep her baby, I shouldn't have to pay for it when they decide to. So I guess he's pointing out the absurdity of all of it. But he's clearly serious and he ruffled a lot of feathers. But he's trying to get support. You'll see it at the end. But here's the confrontation with, I don't know, some woman. Approaching you like you're CIA or something, are you uh, some kind of police authority? Like, you're telling me what to do with my body? That seems pretty uh, hypocritical. You look very menacing, I will give you that. But please don't tell me what to do with my body. My body, my choice. Dude, I'm just trying to get my message across. It's called free speech, baby. Yeah, you can walk away too if you wanted to. But I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body. You don't tell me what to do with mine. Oh, I'm, 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 asking, you, I'm asking you to uh, not engage with me if you don't want to. Bye. If you can kill what's in your home because it's your body, then I can keep my money because it belongs to me. Man, that was an amazing women's march. AJ Hurley out here with pro-choice men. Hashtag pro-choice men. Pro-choice rights are women's rights, and women's rights are men's rights. Without apology. <laughs> I don't know whether or not the guy's going to actually get any real headway with this, but it's still an interesting video. He should shoot a music video of himself doing a modern take of Madonna's Papa Don't Breach. Actually, wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> he called out the double standard. Absolutely right, L.A. Absolutely right. <laughs> I went to a protest and made my point. In Connecticut, these bastards will be after me next. And they will be. They definitely will try. <laughs> beyond the shadow of a doubt, uh, my friends. So without beyond the shadow of a doubt. Oh, okay. Last but not least, Brendan Wentworth, <clears throat> excuse me, was on CBS today in our issue number four before we get out of here. This moron, I, I don't get it. 
they fired the woman who created the controversy. Um, and that is this woman, uh, the, the, the campaign, this uh, Heidi woman, whatever it was. They fired her, right? She doesn't have a job anymore. And Brennan Wetworth knows that this is clearly killing um, the Bud Light and the Anheuser-Busch brand. It's hurting it tremendously. They're giving the beer away. Their distributors are really, really hurting because no one's buying the beer. And there's just no end in sight when it comes to this boycott. It is going to last for the rest of the year. And when Super Bowl rolls around, if this doesn't change, if there is not a mea culpa made by Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light is going to die. Okay? It is over for Bud Light, if not maybe a couple of other brands. And you know what? In fact, I would not even say that. But Bud Light as a brand, that's a wrap. But this guy's name is Brendan Whitworth. This guy's former military. You would think that this guy would just get it together and just apologize. He was given an opportunity, not so much to apologize, but he was asked, would you do it all over again? If you had to make this beer can for Dylan Mulvaney, would you ever do it again? And his answer, again, baffles me. Instead of just saying no and we apologize, he gives this excuse. Given the moment we're in, this moment in America with trans issues at the top of a Republican social uh, or conservative uh, political agenda, knowing what you know now, if you could go back, would you send this can to this one person again? There's a, a big social conversation taking place right now, and big brands are right in the middle of it. And it's not just our industry or Bud Light. It's happening in retail. It's happening in fast food. And so for us, what we need to understand is deeply understand and appreciate is the consumer and what they want, what what they care about, and what they expect from, from big brands. And what they expect from big brands is to not politicize what they do. Just, just make beer, bro. Just make clothes, bro. Just dribble, bro. Just score touchdowns, bro. This isn't the 60s anymore. You're not Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? You're not. The Colin Kaepernick thing was a joke. That never worked out for him. At the end of the day, he got a couple of million dollars from a failing company. It's not working. You're alienating the base. The people who spend money on your products, you're alienating them. You want to fall out of existence? You go right ahead. But it's not the 60s, bro. The day the Geechee's gone, boy, you're going with it. <laughs> they need to recognize that, but they just don't. It's kind of sad. It's just sad. But, you know, you got to learn somehow. <laughs> All right, folks, that is our show for tonight. As I always say, radio is free, so we thank you for paying attention. Remember to keep JC in your hearts and in your minds. Sean Patrick, we love you. I'm going to miss you. Remember that panic is not planning, so plan your work and work your plan. Me, I'm Reese on the radio. You, have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. We hope to see you back here tomorrow, too. Holla, holla, pop your collar. Be good to each other. Hey, I got to make sure that I make sure. Uh, let me get this out here. Please, check out my good friends at the Friendly Hands Food Bank. FHFP.org, FHFP.org. Call them up at 860-482-3338. 860-482-3338. I'm Reese on the radio. Holla, holla. Be good to each other.